Good morning. I want to greet you in the name of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. And I also want to welcome and appreciate everyone who has joined us through Facebook. Good morning. So family, before we go into the word today, I'd like us to take some time in a word of prayer and pray for global healing. The Bible says in Psalm 103, verse number 3, He is the one who forgives us all our sins and heals all our diseases. So the same faith that we receive forgiveness, it is the same faith that we need to apply to receive healing. Let us pray. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that is within me. Bless his holy name. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget not all his benefits. He is the one who forgives all our sins and heals all our diseases. Father, we thank you for forgiveness. We thank you for healing. We pray, Father, for global healing. We pray for continental healing national healing, provincial, every city, every suburb, every household. We pray for financial healing, marital healing, career. We pray for healing 360 degrees in the name of Jesus. And I also want to make it publicly known that I'm not going to minister according to my limited natural abilities, but as the Holy Spirit ministers, I will minister. Father, your word is living and it is powerful. It is sharper than any two-edged sword. It pierces to the division of the soul and the spirit, bone and marrow. It dissects all thoughts and knows all hearts intents. I pray that as I minister, may when the word enters, may your faith rise. Walk on water, move mountains, and do the impossible in the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. So, family, we'll start with the theme for 2020. The theme for this year says, There is a sound of abundance of rain. It was Elijah who was confessing the promises of God upon his life. Elijah confessed the promises of God upon his life, and he went and prayed about the promises of, of God upon his life, he was also working with his servant to go and check if there are answers to his prayers. Family, I want you to know that on the seventh time, the answer came. And when the answer came, it was not only for Elijah and his servant, but it was for the whole world. It reigned to the whole world. So you are able to see that the promises of God has nothing to do with any selfish interests or selfless or self-ambitions, but it has to do with generosity. So, in the past week, we have been ministering under the Easter theme. We spoke on Easter about apply the blood, which requires us to do as the word of God says we must do, and then we will be saved. On Sunday, we spoke about the power that raised Jesus. And the same power that raised Jesus will also raise us together with Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Amen. So today, family, we are going to speak under the topic that says the inner man. 
the inner man. The topic for today says the inner man. Can we say the inner man together? The inner man. Hallelujah. We're going to get our passage of scripture from the book of 2 Corinthians chapter 4, verse number 16. I will read from the New King James Version. My Bible says, Therefore, we do not lose heart, even though our outward man is perishing, yet the inward man is being renewed day by day. Other synonyms for the word inward are inner, internal, interior, inside, innermost, which means to be situated inside. And the opposite is outer, outward, external, or outside. The Apostle Paul says he has a reason why he does not lose heart. He does not give up. He does not quit fulfilling his God-given assignment. He has a reason why he does not lose hope. His reason is hope for eternal life. He also believes and he speaks what he believes. He also believes that the one who has raised Jesus from the dead will also raise him up with Jesus. So, family, do you have a reason? If you have a reason, reason will make you do the impossible. Hallelujah. Another reason he does not give up is because he has discovered himself. The Apostle Paul has, dis has distinguished that he has different parts. He has an inner man and an outer man. He has revelation that he has an inner man and an outer man. We also need to come to that point in life where we realize that we have an inner man and an outer man. The outer man is designed to expire, but the inner man has no expired date. So the outer man is designed and in a way that he is mortal. And the inner man is designed in a way that he is immortal. So the outer man cannot live forever, but the inner man lives forever. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. So the outer man is worn out every day. That is what the Apostle Paul is saying. That though our, our, our outside man, our outward man, is being destroyed day by day, but our inner man is being renewed day by day. So this means that the outer man is being worn out every day, but the inner man is made brand new every day. Hallelujah. Amen. That is why you do not look like you, you, you did work 10 years ago. It is because your outside man, your outward man, your outer man, your exterior is growing old and is becoming weaker. But your inner man is becoming stronger and stronger. Hallelujah. Amen. It does not matter your age. You have an outer man and an inner man. It does not matter also your ethnicity or color. You have an outer man and an inner man. We have an outer man and an inner man. 
the outer man influences the inner man. And at the same time, the inner man influences the outer man. So the outer man that is not born again influences the inner man negative. And the inner man that is not born again also influences the outer man negative. But the outer man of an inner man that is born again influences the inner man that is born again positively. Hallelujah. Amen. So what we see family on the outside, it is because of what is happening on the inside. Amen. So what everyone sees outside here, it is what is happening on the inside. Because the inside influences the outside. And the outside also influences the inside. Hallelujah. Mm -hmm. So an unregenerated spirit, it is a spirit that is not born again. But a regenerated spirit, it is a spirit that is born again. So the Bible says, unless a man is born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. Hallelujah. Mm -hmm. So family, you see, that we are not born again on the outside man. We are born again on the inside man. So remember, you see that the inside man, the inner man, is more important than the outside man. Hallelujah. Amen. Can we make this confession and say, my inner man, my inner man is more important, is more important than, the outside man. than the outside man. What people don't see is more important than what people see. Hallelujah. Amen. So we'll try and drive this home through an illustration. Today we are going to use a limousine. So I want you to use your imagine and imagination and imagine that you have a limousine. Can you imagine that you have a limousine? So a limousine, family, we know that it is a form of transport. And mostly limousines windows are dimmed. And what we know for sure with regards to limousines is that it is a transport that mostly carries an important person on the inside, isn't it? Okay. So your body is a limousine, your spirit is a passenger. So your body is transport for your spirit. Hallelujah. So your outer man is transport for your inner man. So everyone sees and knows the outer man, but only you and God knows the inner man. So like the limousine, everyone knows and sees the limousine, but only you and God knows the passenger in the limousine. So family, why would you want to lose the passenger in the limousine to gain the limousine? Hallelujah. Why would you want to gain the limousine that is going to be destroyed on its way to the scrapyard and lose a man who can live forever? Hallelujah. Amen. So can we make this confession and say, I will win the passenger. I will win the passenger. Than the limousine. That is on its way to the scrapyard. The Bible says, though the outward man is being destroyed, yet the inner man is being renewed. So though the outward man is becoming older and weaker, then the 
that the inner man is being made strong, though the outer man is decaying. So the inner man is always becoming stronger and brand new. Hallelujah. So family, let us go and look at the composition of man. Because the Apostle Paul has set the tone for us. He says there's an outer man and there is an inner man. Let us go and look at the composition of man. Let us go and look at what are you made of. Hallelujah. So we're going to get this from the book of 1 Thessalonians chapter 5. We will read verse number 23. I will read from the New King James Version. The Bible says, Now may the God of peace himself sanctify you completely. May your whole spirit, soul, and body be preserved blameless at the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. You see, the Bible says, The God of peace sanctify you completely. So, if something is complete, it means that it is made up of different parts. Now, what are these different parts that are complete? May your whole, your whole is complete, your whole spirit, your soul, and your body. So this shows us that we are made up of three parts. We are triune. We are three in one. So man is spirit. He possesses a soul and lives in a body. So you are spirit. You possess a soul and you live in a body. So you are made up of three parts. You are made up of a spirit, that is the real you. You are made up of a soul. You are made up of a body. Hallelujah. Amen. So your body is a passport to walk here on planet Earth. That's why your inner man is more important than the body. Your body it is just a passport for you to walk here on planet Earth. So when you are born, your spirit takes a body so that it can be able to walk here on the planet Earth through your body. So your body is just what? Transport for your spirit to walk here on the planet Earth. Hallelujah. Amen. So the existence of a body on Earth, it is for a specific time frame. It is not forever. But we have a spirit and a soul inside that lives forever. So family, a regenerated spirit by the Holy Spirit has eternal life through a born-again experience. And an unregenerated spirit has eternal death because of no born-again experience. So the, the soul destination is determined by the spirit response to a call to salvation. So where your spirit, your soul is going to end, it's going to be determined by your spirit response to a call to salvation. So the soul is where the mind, the will, and emotions reside. You see? So you are made up of what? Three parts. Amongst these three parts, there is one that contains your mind, your will, and emotions. And that is called what? The mind, the, the, the soul. The soul is where your mind, your will, and your emotions reside. Hallelujah. Amen. So, family, if your mind, your will, and your emotions were part 
of the body, we will be able to touch the invisible. Because you can touch the body, but you cannot touch the mind, the will, and the emotions because they reside in your soul. Hallelujah. So we could even have donors, people who donate the mind, the will, and emotions. We can even be able to go and buy the, the mind, the will, and emotions. But we are not able to do that because the mind, the will, and emotions, they are intangible assets. You cannot touch them. Hallelujah. Where do they reside? Where do they operate? They operate in the spiritual realm. They are residents of the body which does not live forever, but they live forever. Hallelujah. Amen. So your spirit, your, your soul, they reside in your body which does not live forever, but they live forever. So your mind, your, your, your soul contains your mind, your will, and emotions, which lives in a body which does not live forever, but they live forever. Hallelujah. Amen. So your soul family, it looks exactly like you at, at the prime of your age. Hallelujah. And your spirit is responsible for determining where your soul is going to end. Hallelujah. Amen. It's either you have a living spirit or a dead spirit. Hallelujah. A living spirit will give you eternal life. Your, a dead spirit will grant you eternal death. Hallelujah. Okay. So let us go and see how does our soul look like. We are, look, we are studying the composition of man. Hallelujah. Because this is what the Apostle Paul was able to discover. And when he wrote to the church of Thessalonica, he is able to explain to them this is the composition of man. Even if he has discovered that we have an outer man and an inner man, he goes to the church in Thessalonica and says, but in essence, you are made up of these three parts, the spirit, the body, and the soul. So now we are going to look specifically. We have learned that the, the soul contains what? Our mind, our will, and our emotions. Now we are going to look at our soul. How does our soul look like? Because your soul, I just want to go and confirm with you in the Bible that your soul looks exactly like you at the prime of your age. Hallelujah. So now, do your soul, does your soul feel pain? That is what emotions. When you express pain, you are expressing your emotions. Does your soul realize the mess that it has been brought to because of unregeneration of your spirit? That is what it is the mind, because the soul needs to be able to be able to see that oh, this is where I have been brought because of the decision that was made. Does do you wish things were done differently other than to please the outer man, which has an expiry date? That is your will. So the will will wish for you to do something. Hallelujah. So now this scripture which we are going to read will show us the soul transported by the spirit its destination of choice. And we will also see the citizens of the soul. What are the citizens of the soul? We said it is the mind, the will, and the emotions. So we're going to get this from the book of Luke chapter 16. We are going to read verse number 24. The Bible says in the international children's Bible so that we can understand better like little children. The Bible says 
He called, Father Abraham, have mercy on me. Send Lazarus to me so that he can dip his finger in the water and cool my tongue. I am suffering in this fire. So do you see the will there? He says he called. So it is the will that causes him to, to call Father Abraham. But what is it that is alive here? It is no longer the body. It is the soul now that is alive. And the mind is when he says, send Lazarus. Why is he saying send Lazarus? It's because he remembers who? He remembers Lazarus. <laughs> and Lazarus' soul looks exactly like Lazarus at the prime of his life. <laughs> Amen. So now the emotions, he says, I am suffering in this fire. So what is that? It is the emotions because he is expressing what he is feeling. Why is he? He is in hell. He is in a peace. He is in Sheol. Hallelujah. So now you are able to see that the soul, the soul can call. The soul can ask someone to send. Now, this soul asking someone to send, it is the mind of this guy. So now, family, let me tell you just a little bit about this man who is making this request. It is the rich man who had everything. He had the best clothes. He ate anything he wanted to eat at any time he wanted. He sent everyone he wanted to send anywhere he wanted at absolutely any time. But now, family, he thinks that after his soul has reached his destination, he can still have the benefits of when he lived a luxurious life. But he was wrong. Because he's saying now, send Lazarus. Because when he was still here on earth, he, can, he could send Lazarus anytime, anywhere. Hallelujah. Amen. But now, he has forgone all those benefits by choosing a body that dies against a body that does not die. Hallelujah. Amen. Now he says to Abraham, send Lazarus so that he can bring me relief. But unfortunately, he should have thought carefully when he was still alive, when he had everything. Hallelujah. Amen. Then he will be at the same place with Lazarus. But now Abraham responds because this man has initiated a conversation. Abraham responds and he says to this man, Unfortunately, there is no one who is here who can come to where you are. And there is no one who is where you are who can come to where we are. Because there is a huge, deep pit between us. So this man said that his conversation will not benefit him anything for relief. He says then, okay, send someone to my home because at home I have five brothers. So that he can warn them, so that they cannot, they do not come to the place where I am. He's not talking about his physical body, which everyone in the limousine No, He's talking about the passenger now. The inner man, he is at a certain destination, which now he is regretting because of the choices he made when he was still in life. He has reached his destination. Now he wants someone to go. Remember, this guy is used to sending people. He wants someone to go and warn his brothers so that they cannot come to where he is but go to where Lazarus is. Amen. But family, Abraham says, uh, if they don't hear Moses and the prophets, then they will have to come to where you are. What does it mean? He was quoting that the Old Testament, the Old Testament is composed of the law of Moses and the book of the books of the prophets. 
There was no New Testament as yet. But now, this man says, no, if they see someone from the dead, they will believe. Abraham, Abraham says, no. If they don't believe those that they are with, the word which they have, Moses and the prophets, then they will have to come to where you are. So today, family, we don't only have Moses and the prophets. We have the Old Testament and the New Testament. Family, from Genesis, from chapter 4, God is trying to bring all men back into a relationship with him. The Old Testament and the New Testament, it is God bringing all men into a relationship with him through the way. So if we are still here, and we want someone to come from the dead, to come and want us not to come to where they are feeling pain, where they are suffering, where they are burning in flames, we are just deceiving ourselves. So family, your soul looks exactly like you at your prime, uh, at the prime of your age. But now before your, your, your soul ends up where you don't want to end up, then you need to make a decision while you are still here on the planet Earth. Hallelujah. Amen. So family, I want you to know that before God formed you, before God formed you and you were born, that is your body. God knew you. God knew your spirit. But your spirit had to come to planet Earth to get a soul. Because when God knew you, you did not know yourself. Because you did not have a mind a will and emotions. But you have, your, your, your spirit had to come here so that you can get a soul. After you have a soul, remember now your mind, your will and emotions are going to help you to make decisions. So you come here to get a soul so that you can be tested if you will decide to spend your life forever with God or to spend your life forever separated with God. For this test family to successfully take place, your spirit, which lives forever, or it can die forever, will be because of unregeneration by the Holy Spirit. But if it is generated, it will live forever. Your spirit has to be placed inside a dangerous body. The body which is becoming older and becoming weak. But your spirit family, it has to stay stronger and renewed. Hallelujah. Amen. So our inner man has a destination determined by the influence of our outer man's response to a call to salvation. Many fail to respond to a call to salvation because they start looking around. Who is looking at this limousine going to a coward? You see, they start looking at who is looking at me the way I am dressed. If, why am I dressed like this and I still want to give my life to Jesus? Many start looking at what they have. Many start looking at their friends. They start to make to entertain the, the, the outer man who is becoming weaker and getting older every day. But if, when you respond to the call to salvation, you must consider the inner man. Because this man that you see is going to back to the dust which he came from. But this man, now who comes from eternity, needs to go back to eternity. Now, when you go to eternity, it's either you are going to live forever in a relationship with God or live forever separated from God. Before you came into this world, God knew you. You were still innocent because 
Yes, you had no soul to make a decision. But now that you have come into this planet and, and you inherited a soul, that you need to make a decision to either to live forever with God or live forever separated with God. Now, family, your spirit is regenerated by the Holy Spirit. When it is regenerated by the Holy Spirit, you have eternity with God. When it is unregenerated by the Holy Spirit, you are going to live forever separated from God. Now, family, this experience, it is through a born-again experience. When you believe in Jesus and you accept him as Lord and Savior of your life, then you are choosing the passenger of the limousine over the limousine. You are choosing the one who is inside that cannot be destroyed for the one that is on the outside which can be destroyed at absolutely any time. Hallelujah. Amen. So family, the rich men like Zalazanas, they all had a choice. And their choices here are clearly seen by the destinations where their inner man ended. Lazarus' inner man ended in paradise. The rich man's inner man ended in Hades, Sheol in hell. So the rich man's soul, it was burning. He was suffering in the flames. But it's Lazarus, he was enjoying himself in paradise. Now, family, what you will realize is that Lazarus chose to lose the body with the sores that were also linked in the blocks. You see, that is the body that is decaying. Lazarus' body was decaying. The rich man's body was still strong and it was still healthy because he was eating healthy. Hallelujah. Now, Lazarus chose a body which no one can see over a body which everyone can see. But the rich man, he chose a limousine which everyone can see. The transport for the inner man, he chose the, the outer man which no one, which everyone can see. Instead of choosing to save the inner man who no one can see. You see, family, I will say that the rich man was drunk by the luxuries that he lived in. He chose the best looks, the best dresses, his properties, over an inner man who can live forever. For things that will not live forever. Things that are going to be destroyed. So, family, I want to ask you a question today. That you have an outer man and an inner man. The outer man does not live forever. But the inner man lives forever. Here is the question. Why would you lose an eternal man, an eternal life, for a man who cannot live forever? Why would you lose eternal life for a body which you know for sure that it is going back to the ground where it is coming from? Hallelujah. Amen. Now I want to ask you, now that you have this information, you know about the two men who lives in one man that is made up of three parts. You have the inner man and the outer man. And they live in a man who has a mind, a body, and a soul. Whose mind possesses the mind, the will, and emotions? What will you choose? Will you choose the limousine over the passenger? 
Will you choose eternal life over eternal death? So what is it that you will choose? So family, maybe this message has come at just at the right time. And you are listening. And you have been focusing so much on the limousine, on the outside man, forgetting about the inner man who lives forever. Maybe I am speaking to you. If that is you and you want to give your life to Jesus, let us make this prayer together. Let's pray. Father, I come to you today and I want to choose the passenger over the limousine. I want to choose the inner man over the outer man. I want to choose today what no one can see over what everyone can see. I give my life to Jesus. I believe that he died and he rose again. Father, forgive me all my sins. Wash me with your precious blood. Make me spotless clean. Fill me with your Holy Spirit that I can live to fulfill my God-given assignment. From today, I believe that I will see eternal life. From today, I believe I am a new creation. I am born again. All things have passed away. Everything has become new. I am a child of God. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. If you have just given your life to Jesus, I want to welcome you to God's family. And if you visit our website, go and send us an email. Make contact so that we can know the decision that you have made. Thank you so much for joining us this morning family and I want to say you to join, can join us again on next week on Sunday at 10 a.m. And family, if you would love to give to our ministry, please see the next slide where you will have, get our online banking details. Thank you so much and God bless you.